mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals, to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Are you trying to do it all and do it all flawlessly? Break away from the cult of perfection with best-selling author and founder of Girls Who Code, Reshma Shajani, on her first podcast, Brave Not Perfect. Each week, Reshma explores ways we can be braver in our everyday lives because bravery is a habit you form. She'll help you build that muscle so when it really matters, you're ready to take on life's challenges. Tune in and subscribe to the Brave Not Perfect podcast wherever you're listening right now. Hey 
Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yeah, we thought we'd have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s. Yeah, but we don't. Nope, nope. <laughs> but that's okay. It is okay. And you're back. I'm so happy to be back. I Yes, I feel like a completely different person, a sleep-deprived person, but I cannot tell you how much childbirth changes you as a person. I feel like I'm doing the same drives I always did, except everything is different. Everything is different. And it's the best thing in the whole world. How are you feeling? How many weeks in are you? We're two and a half weeks in and it feels like we're two and a half months in because I am so sleep deprived, but it is the most amazing thing. I, it's funny. I now know that no matter what I do in my life, she will be the greatest accomplishment hands down. So you're going to make me cry. <laughs> it's amazing. So, and she's here today, and which is really here. special. And on a meditation episode, which makes it really fun too. She joined us in our meditation. Yeah, and this is right up your alley. We've talked about this on this podcast a handful of times uh, where meditation's really not been a practice of mine. And for you, you grew up meditating. I grew up meditating and my parents meditated ever since I um, was aware of them. And I just think it's such a huge part of what I attribute any success in my life to. And um, to be able to meditate before the podcast and then go straight into our conversation with Megan, it just... It was a really special episode. I'm, I'm so excited. When's the last time you meditated before today? Well, I tried. In all honesty, the past two and a half weeks have not been a normal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> day in the life of Kayla. Um, but I tried to meditate twice and it just didn't happen. But I also think I'm so sleep deprived that anytime I started to meditate, I just fell asleep, which isn't always the case. So before we had the baby, when I was pregnant, I was able to meditate a, a few times a week, probably two or three times um, a week, which is not as good. What Megan recommends is uh, 20 to 30 minutes twice daily, which is... I I think uh, for someone like her experienced is wonderful, but I think that's a lot to implement into your daily routine. Yes. It's also her job. Yes, absolutely. It's part of her job. Mm -hmm. And when, and when you've got kids or other jobs or other responsibilities that you have to show up for, uh, it can be really hard to show up for yourself. Um, I was so impressed with you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what happened while we were meditating? Oh, so while we were meditating, Poppy decided to wake up and make some noises. And obviously my eyes opened and I quickly came out of our meditation. But my mom is here, my lovely mom, taking care of cute little Poppy. And she got right up and handed it and I felt calm. I was okay. I didn't have to like stop the meditation and rush to fix the problem. I felt like, okay, no, she's gotten it. Got it. And probably that's due to meditation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that you could definitely tell in that moment that you have that spiritual toolbox that you've worked on. Like it's full. You've kept it organized yes. and motherhood two and a half weeks in mm-hmm. did not disorganize that or disrupt that at all. Like foundationally, you still have that. And Thanks. I was so impressed because <laughs> I I have not had that in the past and I'm trying to keep my toolbox organized and add a few more tools in there. Um, But you should feel really, really good about that. Thank you. That's awesome. You guys, what we love so much about Megan's book is how applicable it is to normal life, to everyday life, because a lot of times meditation can, the word itself can be scary. And the idea of, um, I don't know, being, just letting your mind drift and being one with yourself, there's a lot with it. So um, what her 
goal is in writing this book is to infuse a modern day realness into uh, an esoteric landscape of meditation. And she learned in 2009 to meditate with um, Deepak Chopra at his center in San Diego. I know I don't know much about meditation, but I know about Deepak Chopra because Oprah signs... Oprah's oh. approved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oprah's yeah. approved. And she teaches uh, meditation classes here in LA at Unplug Meditation. And she's even featured on their Unplug app. And she's also a Lululemon meditation ambassador as well, which I think is very cool. It's very cool. Her <laughs> book is called Don't Hate, Meditate. You guys are going to love it. Megan's got so much great advice. And you guys get to hear a little bit about uh, our experience meditating right after the break. I instantly, as soon as we started that meditation, was able to get to such a good space. And then obviously when my two and a half week old starts making sounds, I instantly came out of it, eyes wide open, trying to make sure if she's okay, you know. Mm. Um, but loved the idea of having her in the meditation as well. I wanted her to get that yeah. energy, you know. Well, and no meditation is, oh, it's quiet forever until I decide to open my eyes and come back. Like no meditation is that. So, so the meditation isn't the absence of all activity. It's your ability to notice the activity. And even if you need to, for all of the good reasons that a mother should need or want to engage with her crying child, if you need to engage with that activity for a moment, whether it's, whether it's a baby, whether it's the sound of a leaf blower that takes you out and you open your eyes and you go and close the door, whatever it might be, the ability to, to then come back. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is meditation. The whole, the whole part, you know, the, the focusing, the centering and the drifting away and the coming back, right? All of that dance is your meditation, not just the times that you're sitting here with a pleasant look on your face, dropping into the stillness and silence. And that's what I always thought it had to be. Yeah. I always was like, okay, you need to have, have this pretty area of your house with pillows, um, you know, candle, incense, everything needs to be quiet. The birds need to be chirping. Like in your book, Don't Hate Meditate, I like believed all all the myths that you write about. I was that person. I was like, well, that's what I love about your book so much is how applicable it is to everyday life. Because a lot of people have stipulations when it comes to meditation Mm -hmm. and you make it so easily accessible. And just like how you said, well, the normal sounds of life are part of your meditation. And um, take us through your journey because you didn't start out that way. No. And I'm, I'm so in awe of people like you that grew up meditating. I'm like, what's that like? (laughs) You have parents that meditate. (laughs) What's that like? If I ever had a kid, right. I'm sure that would be the thing. Like my mom taught me what, you know, love languages were when I was four. Mm -hmm. My dad meditated every Sunday morning. My mom is a therapist and psychologist. So she would take us through visualizations and things like that all through life. We did, we had, I mean, my first vision board was when I was 10, you know, I mean, that was very much a part of my life and always has been. Um, but I think what's so interesting about your story is that you had a completely different mentality and then you went through a really hard hit, as you say, rock bottom, Mm -hmm. and then were able to come and how did you find your way? And rise from the ashes. Rise from the ashes, (laughs) like a phoenix. But how did you find yourself at Deepak Chopra's center? Yeah, I started... I started doing work on myself in the form of therapy in my early 20s. And that had a lot to do with, with my stress levels. And it wasn't, it was because my stress was so bad that I was physically just breaking down. 
you know, I talk in the book about how I had to get my gallbladder taken out when I was, I think it was 22 from gallstones from stress. What were you doing at the time? Was it professionally? Was it school? Was it just life in general? I was general? working in the music industry. That'll which, do And it. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> it's so balanced. How could that be stressful? <laughs> I was working in the music industry, which, which is a lot. And it was, you know, I was an assistant. So it's not like I was, you know delegating things and living a balanced life. I was working a lot. My dad, um, my dad was an alcoholic. And at the time that was coming to a head in a way that was unable to be ignored Mm. within myself. I sort of, you know, I was the queen of, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm fine my way through 22 years of being wildly not fine, just so we're clear. And at that point I could no longer ignore the accumulation of emotional toxicity that my body had taken on. Cause I'm a very big believer that if you don't digest whatever it might be, even at an emotional level, it it has to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like the energy of that pain has to go somewhere if it's not being acknowledged. And I just wasn't acknowledging it for 22 years. And so I think that was a big part of, of my, my gallbladder having to get taken Mm -hmm. out. I had chronic hives for about a year maybe a little more than that. Your body was was really telling you something. Yeah, but no, my body, I was, you know, getting sucker punched. Mm -hmm. You know, I very much ignored the subtle, there were lots of subtle signs, I'm sure. And we all have those where the the intuition is like, hey, (laughs) things aren't going well. We should make a shift. And we don't listen to it. And then the voice gets a little louder and then a little louder. And then you get kind of punched and bruised. And you're like, oh, that's weird. I'm getting bruises and like spiritual. And if you don't listen to that, at some point, you have to just get knocked out. And I got physically knocked out. And... And so I was working with a therapist who said, who said a lot of really great things, but also you, you should really learn how to meditate. I think that would really help you. And you need to figure out a way to digest your stress differently mm-hmm. beyond just us talking about why you're so stressed and why you're angry and why you're sad and why you're... Mm-hmm. I like that perspective of, of digesting it as opposed to just processing. Yeah. Because processing just makes it feel like a computer... It just it feels the, like an intellectual thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like a, the spinning wheel of death that like pops up on your right. computer. You're like, it's going to be processing forever. Right. Like digesting. You have to metabolize yes. it. And yeah. let it, you know, nourishes you, but also what you don't need of it, you get rid of. You get rid of. Yeah. Now, one of the biggest... <laughs> I don't want to say, I I guess for me, one of the biggest roadblocks for meditation is keeping the practice consistent Mm -hmm. because a lot of times people meditate when things are bad. When you right. have gallstones, when you have right. hives, when right. your life isn't going well, you then think, oh, now I need to meditate. It's very but, reactive. Very reactive. But I think it's, we need to be proactive and how do you do that? Keep your gallbladders, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what it's, are the tips and tricks? How do we do that? I think it's understanding and connecting with why you're meditating. So yes, a lot of people meditate when they're in crisis, when they're when they're having panic attacks, when they're getting non-vital organs removed, when they're mm-hmm. broke and feeling lost. And we find those things in those moments. But hopefully you get to a point where you where you rise up and elevate and and level out. And it's important to understand and be connected within yourself to why you are continuing to do that practice. It's kind of like if you start eating really clean or working out or doing any of these things that that feel really great, you get to the result that you're looking for, but you keep doing it to maintain that result. Mm-hmm. And we are really great in our society at acknowledging discomfort, acknowledging pain points. And then when that starts to pacify, then we forget that that existed. And then we wait for it to get out of balance again. And then we start paying attention to it again. Mm -hmm. So 
understanding why you are continuing to continuing to meditate. And that might change, you know, it might start with stress and now it might be something totally different. The great thing about meditation is that it's kind of like, um, like an adaptogen, you know, like adaptogen herbs that, that no, what is that? I don't know what that adaptogen. is. Adaptogen. It's a very sexy word, right? <laughs> it's, um, it's a, a class of Ayurvedic herbs. Um, Ayurveda being a Sanskrit word that means the science of life, the oldest healing wisdom over 3000 years old and based in India. And uh, it's these herbs that sort of can do whatever you need. So like ashwagandha, that's like a very big buzzy adaptogen herb right now. It can help level out your stress and either like bring you up a little bit or bring you down a little bit. So I always think of meditation as an adaptogen where it will it will show up where you need it to, mm. whether that's a spiritual thing, whether that's an emotional thing, a mental thing, a physical thing. So allow your desire and intention for meditation to shift with you. You know, I meditated in the beginning for massive amounts of physical stress. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that quite as much. I'm not covered in hives. Mm-hmm. I'm like my non-vital organs I think are doing okay as far as I know. I meditate now for very different reasons. Yeah. And that reason continues to evolve from moment to moment, from week to week, from year to year, as I do. And yeah. if, oh, go ahead. How did you go from being in a therapy session and, mm. and being recommended to try meditating? That What was your first step? Because in the book, you talk a lot about working with Deepak Chopra and the, his whole institute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you go from that to that? I Googled it. <laughs> I literally, no, it's so, I'm so like basic. I'm literally, and this was way before meditation was a thing. I didn't know anything. And you didn't know who Deep, Deepak, I didn't know who Chopra, Deepak was, Chopra was. And you called your mom and I, asked her. Yeah, I Googled, I got out of that therapy session. I went, I'll never forget. I went home and I Googled, and this was, I was 20, I don't know, 22 maybe. And I'm 35 now. So it was a, it was a minute ago and meditation was not a thing. It was not having a moment. I went home and I Googled, I Googled wellness, Southern California. I didn't even Google meditation. <laughs> I Googled wellness, Southern California. And Deepak's wellness center in San Diego was the first thing that came up. And yes, I called my mom. I was like, mom, do you know who Deepak Chopra is? And she was like laughing at me. She was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know who Deepak Chopra is. Like he's a thing. He's a person. He's legit. And I went down there to his center and, and booked a, um, like a mind-body medical consultation, which was all about Ayurveda to kind of see if I bought into, because I was, you know, very cynical, very jaded, very not in this space that I'm in now. So I was a little like, I don't know if I buy all this. I have to see if this fits. So I went down there and I did this one hour medical consultation with a doctor. And that all made sense, even though in that session, I'll never forget the doctor. She's amazing. Her name's Valencia Porter. She said, you know, you have to develop a different relationship with these symptoms that you're having. Cause I know you don't want hives, but these hives are your body telling you that something's not right. She was like, so, you know, put, she was like, you know, coconut oil is really great. Put coconut oil and rub your arm where the hives are and say, thank you. I hear you. I'm working on it. I'm working on getting us back into balance. Thank you for letting me know that something's not right. I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I have to rub my hives and tell them I love them. And thank you for, so totally different way of looking at your body and your balance. So I did that. And then I also went to, this is so embarrassing, but I do talk about it in the book. So whatever. Um, I went to a one hour intro to meditation, like a free intro talk. And the guy that taught the class was so hot. And I remember thinking, (laughs) 
this is dope. Maybe I can start meditating. Maybe I'll come back down here. Maybe we'll start dating. Maybe I'll have this whole life where like I'm with my boyfriend and we meditate with like the sofa and the shawls and the incense. Like I was so not. But that just shows your mentality at that time. Yeah. I, I mean, was like, maybe I I'll get laid and maybe I won't have hives. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing. I'm maybe, down for that rom-com. Right? Yep. right? That's a total meet cute. Right? That is a meet cute. But I love the idea of changing your mentality to thanking your body for mm-hmm. communicating with you. Yeah. And I mean, once you can wrap your brain around that, that changes your entire relationship with your body. With your body, because we fight our body so much. Yeah. In in your book, Don't, don't Hate Plot Meditate. Plot twist, we did not end up dating. So <laughs> like... <laughs> That's the next book. That's not why you should start meditating. (laughs) (laughs) But you talk about how everyone's waiting for this like aha moment or like the the clouds will part and all of a sudden one day you will meditate and like then you get it, quote unquote, you're going to get it. Um, But that's not really, it was nice to read in your book that that's kind of slightly unrealistic. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have experiences, but was there a point where you started to feel the groove of the meditation kind of helping your life? When did you kind of realize you were getting those beneficial factors that made you go, oh no, this is, I'm dedicating my life to my life to this. Yeah. I think, I think a, a few things. I got so out of balance that once I found healing and transformation through meditation and through all these things that I learned there, I did end up going back for for a week and spent a week in a really immersive cleanse and meditated and did yoga and learned about Ayurveda. So I did do like a deep dive into the all the Kool-Aid and all of it. Um, I think I was so far out of balance that once I saw that shift and I did see it after, after a week of all of that work, wow. again, I wasn't meditating at home and then going to my regular job, I really took myself out of my environment. Mm -hmm. But so that's, I wouldn't say that's necessarily like a realistic meditate for a week and your life can change too for the low (laughs) price of, um, but once I saw that transformation, something within me was very much activated with, with a sense of purpose and a sense of, I want to share this with people and I want to help other people to see and feel and, embody the things that I just learned because I was in such a space of pain and dysfunction and imbalance. And it was remarkable to me to see myself shift out of that through my own, through my own practices, not through like taking a pill and having surgery and like buying a thing, like feeling that come from within internally out rather than just applying something or acquiring something. Not that I'm against any of that, it's all, it's all part of the puzzle, but it was really empowering for me to feel a sense of that coming from within, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You did the work. Yeah. And you showed up and you were present and you felt the, you yeah. came out the other side of that. Yeah. And it became really hard for me then to go back to my job in the music industry and care about Beyonce's ticket counts <laughs> in London. I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. I then, want to talk about my soul and how we can all heal and become the best versions of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Did you, so you did go back to the music industry <laughs> I afterwards. Did. I did. How long did you last? Like a year. Wow. Okay. You yeah. lasted a whole year and then what you just decided? I lasted about a year. Worth it? And then I quit. Yeah. I tried to transition out of my for a, for a minute, I was like, I'm still going to work in this industry. I'm just not going to work in it in the same way. So for a little while, I moved into a different like department that was much less. But it was, but you knew. But it's not what I wanted to yeah, do. I felt I felt a sense of you know when you feel a sense of purpose activate, it's really hard to then not pursue that in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. 
So I quit my job. Did you ever have a period of time um, since you were so young when this journey began where you broke up with meditating? Like all of a sudden, did you have, have you ever had days where you're just like, no, I'm over it. I'm just, I'm just going to be mad at the world. Or am I just walking that myth line again? I've never broken, I've never broken up with meditation, but every day since I've started meditating was not, I'm so thankful and I'm always going to look for the good in every moment. And I'm going to embrace love and lean into love and not fear. And that's bullshit. So yes, there have been days where I milk a bad five minutes for a day. There have been days when I have allowed, you know, part of my old conditioned narrative to show up and and have way more presence in my life than it should. Mm-hmm. You know, those those days are not every day and those moments don't last nearly as long. Cause I think when you have, when you develop a certain level of awareness, you can only stay in the rabbit hole of being a ridiculous version of yourself for so long because because you lose the ability to just be there without realizing it. Well, you know better now. You so know better. You can't ignore yeah. it. Yeah. And you know better while you're doing it from the jump. So if I am sitting in a place of like fear or negativity or irritation or whatever, there's not a moment where I'm not aware that I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I will allow myself to do it mm-hmm. for a few minutes or for longer, but you you just can't once you wake up you can't you can't go back to sleep yeah so so no what I love so much <laughs> about your book is how interactive it is. You have quizzes in oh, there. Oh yeah, the for quizzes are take. so fun, right? And I have to tell you, so for those of you who haven't read her book yet, there's five, I guess you you call them mindsets. Yeah. And they spell out the acronym PAINT, mm-hmm. right? So it's presence, mm-hmm. acceptance, intention, non-judgment, and trust mm-hmm. equals paint. And I love how you refer to them as almost filters. Like filters. Like Instagram filters. Yeah. And each no when you get to that point, you know yourself well enough. You can figure out which quote unquote filter you, need to you like need. put on. Yeah. And, yeah. and to handle each situation. How did you come up with that? How did you come up with those specific filters? I'm millennial <laughs> AF. That's how. No, I, um, I mean, I love it. <laughs> I looked at, I looked at the areas in my life, especially where meditation created massive shifts and where I still needed to actively be putting energy into. Mm -hmm. So those are the areas. And I kind of looked at what those distilled down into. Mm -hmm. So from like very superficial examples and experiences that I've had, experiences that I've seen clients move through, those are the five areas that kind of were the anchors for, for all of it. And for our listeners, you take the quiz and then you figure out which areas you score highest in. And Mm -hmm. a higher score means you might need to pay more attention to that area. So I have to tell you, we were talking about this before you came. I really thought there were two areas that I I thought, oh, I have those down. I'll probably score really low on. Mm -hmm. They were the ones I scored the highest on. This is what so many people say. Oh, really? So many people take it and they're like, I thought I had presence in the bag or I thought I was super trusting and turns out I not at all. Well, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So I found I learned a lot about myself and what I thought I had down, I really don't. Yeah. And vice versa, what I thought I might need to work on, mm-hmm. I I'm kind of okay in yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. So that's well, fascinating. They're all such all of those areas are so esoteric, right? Mm-hmm. Like presence <laughs> and trust and non-judgment. Yeah. And they're all so esoteric. And so it was really important to me to 
to define what those look like in life and not just in these lovely one-liners that are so expansive. And so one of the reasons that I, I worked with a hypnotherapist who is this amazing, um, not hypnotherapist, um, psychologist who helped me like word those questions in the quizzes in a really specific way. Mm. So there would be a lot of integrity around that. Mm. Um, and and it would be really specific. So you guys, you take the quiz and then you now know what areas you need to work on. So as you're reading the book, mm-hmm. you can kind of focus and pinpoint, okay, I should probably read this chapter and really know, um, figure out what I need to work on. And yeah. then there, you, it's so easy to implement into your yeah. life. And there's a quiz at the end that is very, it's really quick. It's like a 10 question true, false. So that if you're actually in a moment of like, oh my God, what the fuck? Do you guys curse on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, great. What the fuck? Um, you can just take that quick so that you can see. Because in those moments where you're feeling super constricted or fearful or scared or insecure, you're not going to be like, you know what? I'm going to take a step back from this feeling yeah. and sit with where within, right? So I really wanted a quick guide as well to use in moments to kind of quickly see where you might benefit from leaning into. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the quizzes are great. I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy that those made it in because I think it's helpful. It's you cool. also have spiritual extra credit, which is really yeah. fun for the, <laughs> us A-types. For you overachievers. That, like, over <laughs> but there were so many um, moments where I genuinely feel like you could open this book up to any mm-hmm. spiritual extra credit and yeah. implement it at any moment in your life. Yeah. They're just good little like exercises and practices. And I think I think it's important again to link your intellectual understanding of something with, with tangible experiences that reinforce it and also practices that help you embody it. Mm -hmm. And that was my biggest thing with this book. I think there are a lot of books on how to meditate. There are a lot of books on, in really practical, great ways. There are a lot of books that are just the the esoteric, like universe Mm -hmm. conversation. And I really wanted something that was both Mm -hmm. because intellectually understanding it is not enough. Yeah. Me saying to you, like, you are not your thoughts. You're the thinker of the thought. And you being like, yeah, I get that. It's great, but that doesn't do shit in your life if you haven't embodied that level of consciousness. And that's where meditation comes in. That's where the practice comes in so that you can embody all of these things that this book gives examples of. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. It can be hard to find time to sit down, read a book, and learn more, but there's an app that will change all that. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and condenses them down into just 15 minutes for you to read or listen to. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get to the main points quickly without reading the entire book. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. In fact, 10 million people are using Blinkist right now. It has a massive and growing library from self-help and business to health and history books. In today's day and age, life is so crazy busy. It's so nice to have an app like this because you can read a huge book and get all the key points from it. You know what book's on here, Becoming by Michelle Obama, and I absolutely love that book. You guys, I feel like I can become more intelligent and more informed by using Blinkist, and it only took 15 minutes. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com challenged to start your free seven-day trial. That's 
That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, dot com slash challenge to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, dot com slash challenged to start your free seven-day trial. Blinkist.com slash challenged. Dreaming of a beach vacation? Start planning your escape to Panama City Beach, Florida. Imagine spending your days doing the things you love, all in a setting of sugar-white beaches and turquoise waters. Discover endless family fun, heart-pounding thrills, eco-adventure, and romance. Make it memorable. Get up close to dolphins in their natural habitat on a boat tour. Give paddleboarding a try, or just lounge under an umbrella. There's so much fun, it'll make your family's head spin. Make it exhilarating. Find your thrills. Flying on a jet ski, kayaking at sunset, or snorkeling in turquoise waters. It's everything an adrenaline junkie lives for. Make it incredible. Bike along the beach, take an airboat tour, or explore the secluded beauty of two state parks. PCB offers one eco-adventure after another. Make it special with a romantic getaway. Relax and connect with dining on the beach breathtaking sunsets, and enough live music to dance the night away. So make it yours. Make it Panama City Beach, your real fun beach. Plan your escape now at visitpanamacitybeach.com. It seems like everyone is switching to aluminum, talc, and paraben-free deodorants right now, and Native Deodorant is the trusted brand that they love. Just check out the 8,000 five-star reviews from their customers for proof. Native deodorant is filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch, which absorbs wetness. There's also no animal testing either. Choose from a wide variety of scents for men and women, including limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. And for those with sensitivities, Native offers an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula. The Native deodorant looks so unbelievably cute, and the packaging they sent it in was awesome. You guys, it's I got the fragrance free just because I have sensitive skin, and I absolutely love it. But it comes in all different kinds of scents. You can choose which one speaks to you and use it and love it. Native offers free shipping and returns, and right now for our listeners, you can get 20% off of your first purchase. Visit NativeDeodorant.com and use the promo code CHALLENGE during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com with the promo code challenged at checkout. And we're back. Uh, Break it down for us. If you've never meditated before in your life, what are the steps that we need to take to get to that point? You need just to start meditating. (laughs) Was that the wrong answer? It's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. You just have to start. Just start doing it. I know that you mentioned a couple apps in the book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was I was really excited. I got your book. I started highlighting. I like got an app and I and I went upstairs and I closed the door and I meditated for 10 minutes and I was like, yeah, this is I got this. And then that was it. I had never did it again within the yeah. last week. Yeah. And then I looked at the quiz and I was like, I'm just not ready to have to ha- ask myself these questions because this feels vulnerable. Yeah. And I just put it off and it made me realize, yeah, it's, you just, it it isn't, there is an element of work to it Mm -hmm. and you do have to be open to it, but you also just have to show up. You just have to show up. It doesn't, it's, it's like training for a marathon. You're like, how am I ever going to run a marathon? Or like, what does that even look like? And you just start running Mm -hmm. and, and you just keep doing it. And some days you have days where it feels awful. And, you know, if you've ever, if you've ever worked out consistently, you have those days where you show up and it's like, you've never run before. It's like, you've never done yoga before. It's like, you've never lifted a weight before. And you're just, you feel heavy and tired. And then you have days where you show up and you could do it for what feels like hours. And both of those workouts are equally beneficial. One was just more fun. 
Yeah. So, you know, I hear a lot from people, especially if, if, you know, people are coming to my class, I teach classes in LA publicly. Um, they'll say, Oh, that was such a good one. I'm like, it wasn't a good one. It was just more fun for you because you probably had, you probably felt really relaxed or maybe you saw colors or maybe you had an aha moment. It was just more fun. Yeah. You just have to sit down and do it. The benefit of you sitting down and meditating is not revealing itself in your moments of meditation. It's showing up outside of your meditation. So that would be the other thing I would say is, is start meditating and then look for the magic because there's so much magic that comes from from meditating. There's so much synchronicity that is activated and awakened in your life. Everything becomes clearer. It becomes so much easier to be in alignment with who you want to be and to more effortlessly have your external start to reflect that. There's so much magic. I mean, it really is. But it comes outside of your practice. It's not coming when you're sitting there meditating. Well, I will say for the one time I meditated (laughs) that one time, (laughs) that one time after also like reading through your book, it's just such, it's very, it's an approachable way to broach the subject of meditation. And I like that you even, um, like the thinker of your own thoughts, that might be a general thing, but the way that you talk about it in your book really impacted me. Did you wait, side note, did you highlight my book? Because that's like kind of my dream in life. (laughs) No big deal. I did highlight. Um, But you say the feelings you experience are like strokes of color that are painted on a canvas. You are not the paint. You are the canvas that the colors land on. That's nice. And it's, I forget what I wrote so much of what I wrote. It's really nice, but it's, but I, I, it's so easy sometimes to be like, Oh, I am feeling this. So I must be this. And just having those little nuggets of like, no, like I'm the thinker of these thoughts and that's just paint. And I am the canvas and we are two separate things that like exist alongside of one another Mm -hmm. was really helpful. Yeah. So I definitely want to do the work and show up and start Um, seeing the gifts that meditation can bring into my life, but just know that, and you even have a chapter named after the Spice Girls. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I have to say, this is huge because for as long as I've known Candice, (laughs) meditation has, I would say, can I use the word scared you? Yeah. It just just felt like, honestly, it's, it goes back to this. You can take on the, I'm too busy. It's almost like I'm too busy was my mantra. Mm -hmm. I felt silly. I felt embarrassed that one of the kids would walk in on me meditating, which sounds so ridiculous. That's not a bad thing to be doing. (laughs) They might see me. They might see me. They'll walk in and I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed and like bells chiming in the background. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It just felt like I should be doing something else. I should be doing something more productive. And it's really been me setting aside time to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was wondering how I had like, you know, um, like I just was having like so many feelings when I heard Poppy crying at the beginning being like, how is Kayla doing? Because now I'm stressed for you because I knew myself would have just been like, well, I can't do this anymore. I got to go do this. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't have sat down to do this in the first place. Like, Mm -hmm. what am I doing? Um, and that would be my train of thought. Well, and I think that plays into the fact that you don't see results while you're sitting Mm -hmm. there meditating, because if you did, you would instantly go, oh, this is working, but the results happen outside of meditation, which then sometimes you can attribute to other things, yeah. you know, which makes it easy mm-hmm. then I think to not constantly meditate. Right. And speaking of the Spice Girls, 
I do want to bring up the Spice Girls wisdom because I I wanted to hear you talk about it a little bit more. But basically, you alluded to the fact that if you've ever heard their um, amazing songs, uh, then you would know they say, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. (laughs) I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Uh, I want to... Oh, we're not doing it. Oh, we're stopping. Okay, yeah. Meditation, yeah. But then do you feel like when you're meditating then that you are meditating on something that you want or is it just asking like a question or does this kind of go back into like what a mantra is? Yeah. I, I think, I think meditation is an amazing opportunity to, to practice asking a question and listening. We're not great at listening to the deepest levels of who we are, right? Like we're really good at looking through all the thoughts we've ever had, looking through all the files of recycled answers that we've ever had. And, and we have a really constricted relationship with things like who am I and what do I want and what is my purpose? And and the bigger questions tend to be filtered through our mind. And your mind is the most constricted part of who you are. Your mind is where fear is and doubt and scarcity and, and all of the things that get in the way of the version of you that is the most expansive and infinite right? Your body, your body doesn't care. Your body is nature. Your body is just looking for an opportunity to thrive and to be balanced. And it's always present. Your, if you believe in a soul, which I definitely do, you know, your soul is not like tripping over, oh, he didn't call me back or, <laughs> or what am I going to do with my life? Or what if it doesn't work out? You know, your soul is not, your, your soul is the most infinite connected, you know, bottled up piece of stardust and collection of energy that we all share in this universe. Your mind is is where all of it lives. So generally speaking, you know, if I say to you like what do you want, it's going to quickly get filtered through your thinking mind, which will ultimately likely add in things like, well, what's practical? What's realistic? What can I see? What can I see and map out so it doesn't feel so scary to acknowledge? You don't have to, especially when you're when you're at the beginning point of saying to yourself, what do I want? You don't have to be practical. You don't have to dream from your current state of reality unless you're trying to think about what's realistic for like dinner options. You don't need to know how it's going to happen. You don't have to be in control of all of the mechanics of its creation. You know, the things that I have manifested that look the most impressive, of which there are a few, I will say mm-hmm. humbly, um, had very little to do with me and my mind and had everything to do with, with being so completely surrendered into trust and, and presence and love and being open to being dropped wherever I needed to be dropped in that moment and being connected just so aggressively with why I wanted the thing that I wanted. So like working for Deepak is a really good example. So I, you want to hear the story? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, so I quit my job. I didn't quit my job with another job waiting for me. I just knew that I wanted to work in wellness. And again, I didn't know shit about this world or this industry. All I knew was that I wanted to work in wellness, quote unquote. And I wanted to help people transform and have the tools to transform because I was so so shifted. My life had changed and I wanted to give that to people. And so I quit my job and I did what like every 24 year old does. And I applied for a job at Lululemon (laughs) and 
I, I, I didn't great ever, discount. great discount. I didn't end up ever getting that, although I am a Lululemon ambassador. So it really came full circle at yeah, one point nice. later in life. Um, but as I was in that, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to help people and offer what I had learned to other people, period. I was not attached to what it looked like or, or where it, I wasn't attached to anything other than like the deepest seed of that intention and desire, which was to help people. And because of that, I ended up getting a job working for Deepak Chopra. I never applied for a job to work for Deepak Chopra. I had no experience that would warrant me getting a job working for Deepak Chopra. And the way that that happened was, was so synchronistic and so magical. So I was, um, I was taking a bunch of herbs that I had gotten with him, with the center. And I placed an order for some adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha. And they sent me the wrong order. They sent me the completely, they sent me a mala bracelet and this like super fruit juice stuff. And I was so annoyed and I called them and I was like, you guys sent me the wrong stuff. I don't know. Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to send it back? Or, And the person that I spoke with in products used to be my, like my point person there when I was doing programs and she said, oh my gosh, Megan, I remember you. Like, it's me. It's Lisa. I helped you when you were coming here for retreats. And I was like, oh my gosh, hi. And we had this great conversation about how I was doing and how my life had changed and what I was wanting to do. And of course I said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm trying to work in wellness. I really want to help people. And she said, oh, there's a job here that you might be really great for. And two days later, I drove to San Diego and interviewed and was hired on the spot, which never happens there. And a day later, I signed a lease for an apartment in San Diego and moved. Yeah. And if you would have never gotten, and if you would have never gotten those wrong products, you would have never made the phone call, which yeah. then led you to the job. Yeah. And those are the things you can't plan for. You, that's not, you put right. on your checklist to check off. Right. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if I had tried to get a job working for Deepak Chopra, quote unquote, <laughs> and sent a... I don't know what my resume would have said, like a bunch of like transferable skills, quote unquote, that like maybe would have been helpful that it likely wouldn't have happened because so many people try to get a job working there. You know, I used to have people when I did actually start working there, so many people would say to me like, oh, how do I apply to work there? And it's not that big of a company. Like there aren't that many mm -hmm. jobs, you know? So it, it was, you know, I fully believe that it was because I was detached from the outcome and completely committed to, again, that deepest intention for why I wanted what I wanted and was totally detached from, from what it looked like. And as a result of that, the highest possible expression of what working in wellness could have looked like ended up, ended up being what I attracted in. And because I had enough trust, I surrendered and mm. went and moved cities you know, I moved from LA and I didn't know anyone there. I signed a lease for an apartment that financially was a little bit risky given that a lot of my job and the earnings had to do with how well I did at that job. Mm. So it's not like I was easily, like if I didn't end up doing well at my job, that would have been a really tough rent kind of a thing. Yeah. And none of that, and I'm not saying people should, you know, make irresponsible financial decisions. So we're clear, like, I don't have a spare bedroom for you, but... <laughs> But there was such a trust mm -hmm. and surrender. You keep saying the word surrender. And I think mm -hmm. that that is, that's a good mantra within itself. And it's not the way like surrender, waving the white flag and like, oh, well, it's whatever mm -hmm. happens, happens. It's because you're still participating in the storyline of your life. Yeah. You, it's also you, not, I'm going to surrender and just yes. eat like, 
you made your, you, you on made my couch. your yes you yeah. made your efforts of like knowing like okay I'm not gonna do this job I'm gonna I'm just gonna put it out there mm-hmm. and do all the steps I can to mm-hmm. get to the whatever that's mm-hmm. gonna be but there's an element of surrender and still showing up for whatever the universe is gonna bring back to you it sounds yeah. like active surrender right yeah. so you're surrendering yeah. but you're also staying active mm-hmm. within that yeah I like that. did you just come up yeah, with I that did. it's good Kayla. you should write that down we should put that yeah. in the republished version of the book exactly. perfect. <laughs> what did you really want people to take away from this book? I mean, it, it's it's so great. It's it's like I love that you can put it in your purse, but it's not like and super she's so small. pretty, and it's such a pretty book. That's what I said. I would love to have it out in the house. It's yes. so beautiful, and um, and it really is something. It's something you can read. You can also it's actionable with the quizzes, and it's uh, what did you want people to take away from it? I think the biggest thing is. The lens through which you see your world is not a fixed one Mm. because the way that I see my world right now is very different from the one that I saw it through five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You know, again, like I did not wake up like this and, and the way that I engage with, with my world, the way that I navigate myself has all completely shifted and continues to shift and continues to shift and evolve. And I think it's, it's really, it's really empowering and can be a little scary to think about, but you, you can see things differently and you can change how you see what you're seeing, whether it's something within yourself or something within your world. And as you do that, what you're seeing then changes and your experience with it and how you, which is ultimately how you change your life. Yeah. I like that it, within this book, I didn't feel like technology was a bad thing, which I'm sure you have mm. thoughts on like technology and meditation and being able to be present in the moment. But you talk about apps, you talk about utilizing those. I even love how you compared um, like important life pivots, like even just the opportunity that you had to then go on and work for Deepak Chopra. Yeah. You compared uh, how sometimes we get so fixated on like one path that uh, if we're on you know, on our phone. Oh, like your spiritual GPS. Yes. Your spiritual Mm -hmm. GPS where all of a sudden you get that notification of like, Hey, if you go this route, it'll be 12 minutes faster. And everybody always goes, yeah, of course I want to do that. But how sometimes we get so fixed in our life that on like how it should look and what it should look like. And that we're going to miss the like 12 minutes faster if we're not being aware and present and, and open to it. I think if you are not acknowledging one of my biggest things is like, I have the most random metaphors that come to me. So that is part of my ridiculousness that shows up in that book. But I think if you're not, if you're not making it relevant to you, and if you're not able to see the way that it is applicable and relevant in the every day, which involves technology, which involves our workouts, which involves how we're eating, which involves pop culture, it, it just like, how is that fun? Yeah. You know, like yeah. if we were sitting in a cave meditating, yes, we could just talk about like the deepest distilled esoteric essence of all of these things, but that's not very fun. And also this should be fun. I didn't, you know, I didn't start meditating to become more serious. Mm-hmm. I used to take myself very seriously and was very self-aware and, and if, and now I'm just ridiculous <laughs> in all of the best ways. And that is because meditation makes you lighter. So if you can't have fun while you are, and granted, it's not all, that's not all fun and games, kids. You have to like <laughs> mine out some dysfunction and some limiting beliefs and you have to, you know, you get to digest and metabolize some stuff that maybe won't be the most enjoyable. But at the end of the day, you're doing this to be lighter, to be freer, 
And, and so I wanted to write a book that was, was fun to hopefully read and experience and, and see it in your life. I'm telling you, it is. Yeah. You love it. And you, you guys, if you want to get into meditation, this is such an easy way to do it. It makes life, it makes, it just joins your life. Mm-hmm. It starts, it's a part of your life and um, go get, don't hate, meditate. Even the title <laughs> is fantastic. It has been ridiculously fun to have you here today. Thank you Thanks, so ladies. much, Megan. Thank you for leading us in our guided meditation. Yeah. We appreciate it. It's been amazing. Where can all of our listeners uh, find you? You can find me on the gram at Meg Monahan. Um, I'm putting a lot more, a lot more on there, doing IGTV videos and meditations and things. You can go to my website, meganmonahan.com, and find out where I might be. Um and say hi to me. Yeah. And buy the book. Yeah. And buy the book and leave a review. I have to ask everyone to leave a review now. That's my new job. Good. As a Done. responsible author. Good. As you should. So. Well, we will leave excellent reviews. Oh, thanks guys. <laughs> Five stars per <preferred. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Thank you thanks. for coming. Thanks ladies. Okay, Candice. How was your experience? <laughs> I was concerned. I also fidget a lot, which, I, but that's what I like is that Megan specifically says it doesn't have to be this like perfect looking meditation, what you think it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, just showing up to do the work, you're going to see the results of that outside of the meditation. And that's not really how I've looked at it in the past. So I feel like I can be kinder to myself um, That's huge. I don't have to show up for a 30 minute meditation. I can maybe just put a five minute timer on my phone and I don't have to feel guilty if my phone's next to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and this thing, like, oh, I'm not doing it right because I've got technology in my realm of existence. <laughs> um, so it just makes it doable. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that she even talks about, you know, in her book, she's drinking an iced coffee and making jokes and, you know, the pop culture references are just really in line with w- w- how I needed to be, have meditation explained to me. Cause I love coffee and I'm like, oh great. Now do I have to drink tea? <laughs> if I meditate now, I can only drink herbal tea. And that's not what it is. No, the all. idea is that you just accept yourself however you are right in that moment and try to meditate. And it's hard. It's hard to do. And now as I'm reading her book, I'm thinking, how the heck am I going to do this with a newborn baby? Because I can barely get myself dressed in the morning. So how am I going to try and implement meditation? But the truth is life will be so much easier if I can figure out how to do that. And in even just five minutes, just five minutes can make such a difference. Especially when you're a mom, it's so easy to show up for everybody else. And the second that you start showing up for yourself, it just makes it better. It's a domino effect. Um, Recently, I haven't been meditating, but I started working out with a trainer. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I thought was like so annoying, like, ugh, I'm going to live in Hollywood and have like an LA trainer. Like I'm, you know, my schedule's not so packed where I can't just like go to the gym. And I just finally, I wasn't sleeping. I've just had, I just finally said, you know what, this is something I'm going to treat to myself. If I, if I go see a therapist and I feel those benefits and I didn't feel the need to go to uh, see it, a therapist at the time, but I was like, well, maybe this will be a form of therapy in a way. And I'll try it out and see if it helps. Um, cause I felt that I needed a physical push. That's where I needed 
to feel some change. So you trusted your gut. I trusted you listened my gut, to yourself. Literally. <laughs> and it's done wonders. And it's just kind of like showing up, showing up to do that work, making that space for myself. And now it's a priority. I tell like, you know, my husband, that's something that needs to be fit into our schedule. And, and, and totally he understands it's, but just like, I wouldn't show up to make that kind of a statement before. So for those of you who feel like you haven't been showing up for yourself, try this meditation thing, try it, just do yourself a favor, give yourself five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. And honestly go buy Megan's book because she does such a good job of just keeping it real with you throughout the whole time reading. And um, I'm such a fan. I'm going to make sure my husband reads it after me. Hashtag don't hate, meditate. That's right. Thanks for joining us on Directionally Challenged. And you guys, we have a bonus episode with the exact meditation we did with Megan. So make sure you download that, check within the app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and do yourself a favor. Don't hate, meditate. Dreaming of a beach vacation? Get away to the sugar white sands and turquoise waters of Panama City Beach, Florida. You'll discover endless family fun, heart-pounding thrills, eco-adventure, and romance. So make it memorable. Make it yours at Panama City Beach, the real fun beach. Plan your escape now at visitpanamacitybeach.com. This episode is brought to you by Blinkist. The Blinkist app takes the key takeaways from thousands of best-selling nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes for you to read or listen to. 10 million people are using Blinkist right now. It has a massive and growing library from self-help and business to health and history books. Right now, you can get 25% off your first year at Blinkist.com slash challenged. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.